Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Charlie Begg. And I'm Laura Brodnick. We are well and truly into the new year and promise your regular scheduled episode of The Spill will return next week. But this is the last of our pre-recorded episodes so you can get a little bit of TV and movie recommendations before the summer holidays are over. Yes, yeah, so we're recording this from the past, but can I just make a prediction of the future that I definitely have already broken all of my New Year's resolutions? Oh, We're totally. 10 days into the year. And if you have two, that's okay. The year doesn't even start till February. We'll get to it. LB, do you have a, like, go-to resolution that you try to do every year but it never works? My last one for the last few years has been, like, work less, have a slower life. doesn't work out for me. (laughs) (laughs) You're, like, the hardest working person I know. Okay, well, maybe this is the year that I have a tiny slow life and I move to a farm and I have some work-life balance. We'll see. Well, mine's that I want to become a runner. Every single year I tell everyone. I'm like, guys, I'm going to become a runner. I buy the shoes. Maybe like one run in and then you I buy go, a I new don't. pair of shoes every year. One well, runs. That's I've it. bought quite a few pairs of yeah, running I believe shoes. You. And then I go for a run and then I go, not made for this. And next year comes around. I'm going to become a runner. I think that's okay. Resolutions are fluid. They can just change. Life changes. The years get harder. It's getting all deep. One thing we can count on. There's always going to be some great new TV shows and movies for us to consume. And I'd much prefer to watch those yes, than go for a run. That's going to be my resolution. I'm just going to watch heaps of TV. And look, I've already done it. It's already fulfilled. One month into the year. While you're here, we've got some suggestions of what to watch while you're soaking up the last few days of annual leave. We've been compiling our list of new TV and film recommendations to start your 2023 off right. Here they are, the things you need to watch this summer. Okay, so for the holiday period, and look, obviously some of you are back at work, but you know what you need after getting back into those first few days of work of the year and you're just like, oh, what am I doing with my life? You need a good TV show to watch and that's what we're here for. So your first recommendation is off an iconic book that we have been waiting years and years for. Mm -hmm. Netflix is adapting Trent Dalton's iconic Australian novel, Boy Swallows Universe. Eli. He did bad things, didn't he? We all do bad things sometimes. LB, have you read the book? I have, and it's one of those books, I mean, I don't want to spoil in case anyone else has not read it, but I feel like it's definitely a book, whereas if you watch the TV show, you could go back and still read the book and still enjoy it and find different things, because obviously with a book-to-TV adaptation, you have to just take some parts of the story and really blow those out, but I think the book and the TV show would stand alone. Any books that touch on like younger children having a traumatic childhood, not being looked after, being in like drug fueled places and abuse, I think hits for everyone really hard because there's a sense of helplessness about it. So many people who have read this book and found it difficult 
have also just said like the writing is amazing, the story is wonderful and it just stays with you for so long and it's one of those books that's been so much hype for so long of how they would turn it into a TV series. Yeah, so if you haven't read it like me, I'm actually going to watch it and read it like you suggested. It tells the story of Eli Bell as he navigates growing up in the 1980s Australia, specifically in Brisbane. He's got an absent father, a drug addict for a mother, a drug-dealing stepfather, but he finds support with like a non-verbal brother called Gus and an ex-con named Slim, who's kind of like a father figure with his father not really being around. It's going to be an eight-part series. Trent Dalton has been heavily involved, as well as Aussie actor Joel Edgerton, who's a producer for it. And I'm really keen for the cast. You've got Travis Fimmel, known from Vikings and Warcraft, who plays the drug-dealing stepfather, Simon Baker, the mentalist, of course, as Eli's absent dad, and Phoebe Tonkin as his drug addict mum. Eli will be played by the young actor Felix Cameron, and this is his second major role. He acted alongside Naomi Watts in Penguin Bloom in 2020, so this is going to be a big one for him. So, Boy Swallows Universe. It's out now on Netflix. LB, you have another Aussie TV recommendation and you're a big fan of this show, aren't you? Yes. Well, me and everyone else, because it's on Stan and it's one of their most watched shows of all time. Every time a new season comes out, it breaks all the records. So I wanted to give a little behind the scenes on season four of Bump. Are you going to work? Not for long. What could be so important that she has to call you in on a Saturday afternoon? You gotta take the lead on this, so what's the plan? Feels like I'm the last priority in your life. What is going on with you at the moment? You have responsibilities. You broke up with me. You broke up with me. It is difficult being in a relationship with a brilliant woman. It is hard to not be competitive. So I'm supposed to just be a passenger in her life? Well, it's better than not being in her life. If anyone hasn't watched it, this is a very bingeable show. Like, you could just sit down and, like, you could watch all seasons in one weekend back to back. It just has that kind of, like, very pleasant... And easy to watch, but, like, you're invested, yeah, right? Yeah, it like, touches on some pretty intense subjects, but also a, a comfort TV show. So season one started off with Ollie, played by Natalie Morris, was 16 years old in high school, finding out that she was pregnant as she was giving birth, one of those surprise pregnancies, to this guy called Santi, who they slept together once. Anyway, they have a little daughter named Jacinda, obviously after like New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda, who was the Prime <laughs> so Minister at the time. Funny. But also that's the most Gen Z high school name if you're in totally. Australia to like give your baby at the time. So I think it's very fitting. The last season had a time jump where they were in uni and they were taking Jacinda to school. She's like five or something, which is crazy. And now for season four, we've had a time jump again and they're both in full-time work and Jacinda is now seven years old. So she's a proper little person. Person. So it's about them and their families. They're all at different places because there's been a big time jump. It's Ollie and Santi together now as like proper adults with a seven-year-old. But they've also brought in some new characters, which I think have given it a really good shake-up. So I got to go to the set where they were filming in Sydney and watch a lot of the scenes being filmed. And I had to put my hand over my mouth because I was like laughing so hard because they've brought in this amazing stand-up comedian and actress who was in like Class of 07 and Total Control, but she's really known for her stand-up, Steph Tisdale. Melbourne, believe it or not I have a boyfriend stop it I know <laughs> to be fair he's half price he's a ginger um but and she plays this like local council member like she's running for election and she's Ollie's boss and she's just so funny and over the top screams at her and also Australian of the year and Paralympian Dylan Alcott is in his first like proper acting role where he's playing one of Ollie's co-workers and I was talking to him on the set and he was saying that he had helped write a lot of the really funny jokes that are made at his expense because he's like, I'm a character, I'm in a wheelchair, but that's not my whole 
storyline. Like I'm just a character who's here and I have jokes and I have big moments and it's just part of the storyline, which I really love. Bump season four on Stan, like the ultimate comfort watch. And also because they've been dropping it over the new year period since it started four years ago now, it has, I think, become synonymous with like holiday time and like relaxing at home and that period where you're like getting your life together totally. after the new year. Very so. smart move. All episodes of season four are out now. Well, that's your TV sorted. But if you feel like watching a movie instead, we have some really good recommendations after the break. <laughs> Okay, so I am so excited for my first movie recommendation. LB, have you watched Sex Life of College Girls? I've only watched the first few episodes. I know I need to go back. Like, watching TV is my job. I don't always have time to watch. No, 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 no. I totally understand. Yeah. Well, I watched it all and I fell in love with Renee Rapp. Oh, yes. That is she the name is, I know from that show. Mm-hmm. So she is fantastic and she is the star of Mean Girls the Musical, which is just about to drop. Hey, PG-13, please. What is the queen bee? Regina George. Don't look her in the eye. You could be really hot if you change, like, everything. So if you didn't know, they turned Mean Girls, the 2004 movie, into a 2018 Broadway musical of the same name, starring Renee Rapp as Regina George. They are now bringing it out as a movie. So I'm really excited. It's going to have all the same characters. So think, like, Candy Heron, Regina George, Gretchen, Karen... Aaron Samuels, all of them, but with new actors playing them. Renee Rapp, as I said, will be Regina George. And Busy Phillips is going to play her mom. Mom, go make snacks. For sure. For sure, Regina, yeah. Yes, I love that because they brought that old team back together. So it's obviously Tina Fey who wrote the original movie. Lorne Michaels is producing this as well, who's obviously her, like, Saturday Night Live, you know, former boss. And Tina Fey not only wrote the movie, but she's actually going to star in this one as well, as well as Tim Meadows, who played Principal Duvall. Do you remember him from the original movie? And John Hamm's going to play Coach Carr. Also, Australian actress and Gowrie Rice is playing Katie. Yes, I know. I feel has been skipped over because I think it's very like a sign of our times that the Regina George character has become the main character. Whereas back when the movie came out, it was very much Lindsay Lohan, Katie Heron. It was her story. Everyone loved the plastics, but it was very much like through her eyes. Whereas this one, they're not even trying to hide it that Regina George has most of the spotlight. She's the one in the trailer. She's the one in the posters and the stills they've sent out. So it's all about her. It is really surprising because they do turn that they did the Legally Blonde musical, which was great, but sometimes you're unsure how a movie adaptation into a Broadway musical oh, will yeah. turn out. There's like a out. pretty woman musical. There's a Titanic musical. Like, it's very intense. I'm a bit sceptical. I'm like, mm, and now they're making it back into a movie, but God, I'm excited for this. So Mean Girls the Musical comes out on January 11th. Okay, the other movie you want to talk about is a little bit more under the radar, like not a big blockbuster film. So we've had, you know, like Willy Wonka come out, Marvel movies. They've all got a lot of buzz. But then you have this little smaller drama coming in and it has got so much buzz. When the actor's strike was on, a lot of people were saying their biggest fear was that the actor's strike would still be going when this movie came out. That means the leads couldn't do press from it and we would be just, you know, not given this opportunity. Because the two leads are Paul Mescal, who I feel like <laughs> that's he's cute. That's the reaction that everyone does when they hear Paul Mescal's name. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. He was nominated for an Oscar this year, but I think most people know him from normal people. Of course. Yeah. So he is in this movie opposite Andrew Scott, and it's called All of Us Strangers. I'm assuming you're not with anyone. Never see you with anyone. Is this real? Does it feel real? My boy's back home. Our son. Look at you. You were just a boy. 
No, you're not. So what happens is you've got Andrew Scott, who's playing Adam. It's a lot of A's, but stay with me. Has this chance encounter with his very mysterious neighbour called Harry, played by Paul, and then a relationship develops between them. And we don't want to get too into it, but, you know, it does become this huge, big thing. It's this drama. And also Claire Foy from The Crown is in it. Jamie Bell. It's oh this kind of all-star God, cast. Oh, my God, this is a great cast. And everyone's just waiting to see, I think, Paul and Andrew fall in love on screen, which would be cute, and have the accompanying, like, press junkets Those and stuff. Those two guys fall in love. That is the gist that oh, we're yeah, getting. Okay, so everyone, on the 18th of January, I'm not free. <laughs> You're I'm going to the free. cinema to see this. I'm watching this movie. We need to Kim. sit on the big screen. Oh, like, absolutely. this is the kind of thing you need to go, like, put your phone away, watch it. Get some it. popcorn and just, I'm there. I'm and not it. because we just want to watch two hot men together, but also that is our right to go and see that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know about you. I think they would be okay with it. But also it's meant to be an incredible movie, like the initial buzz from people who have seen, like, the rough cuts of it say it's amazing. In a time where all of these, like, big blockbusters are coming out and, like, remakes or, you know, that sort of thing, there's a place for those two. But I think also to go and see a more, like, original movie, a smaller, fresh. Yeah, yeah. Like a smaller studio movie we should be going to the movies to see those as well so it's called all of us strangers it's coming on the 18th of january and i just want to see paul and andrew just embrace a bit and more but you know i just so embrace. do i lv <laughs> so do i speaking of hot people beautiful we're segue finally getting priscilla which means we're finally getting to see jacob Elordi on screen again <sighs> three months after the rest of the world but we're, we're finally here you got women throwing themselves at you why my daughter well sir i happen to be very fond of your daughter Black hair and more eye makeup. I don't know if I like it. What do you mean you don't know if you're lying yet? Can I just say, like, obviously we're recording this before it's come out in Australia, so it's coming on the 18th as well. I don't know how much of his sexiness will be there because... He is playing Elvis. It's, yeah. And also it's very much being, like, Priscilla's story. Of course. And Kaylee Spanny and directed by Sofia Coppola and very much about her meeting this guy who I think they'll lean into the creepiness a bit more than any other. That's what um, I've heard. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis did not lean into the creepiness at no. all. Well, yeah, he was 24, she was 14. This is based off Priscilla Presley's book. Yeah, her memoir, yeah, Elvis that, and Me. And she was a producer on the movie and she is still, at the time of recording, very much pushing that the movie is what she wanted and she's on the side of it. There's been so many movies about Elvis, so many documentaries, so many books. This is the first time anyone's ever seen Priscilla's story. I want to hear her story. The focus has always been on him, so... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I've been seeing some behind the scenes like videos of Jacob Elordi and Kaylee Spanny. So she's tiny. Yeah. Like she's really short and he's super tall. Yeah. Fun fact, the most <laughs> common fact. Googled thing is Jacob Elordi height. All right. I think what he's is six it? Six foot four or six foot five. He's wow. tall. He's really tall. Anyway, a lot of the time they've got to put her on boxes when they're filming because oh, she's just yeah. so short next to him. Like imagine like trying to kiss him no, in a height difference. That's so. what stars like Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth have to do. Like she's on a box the whole time in all the Thor movies. And they had so to build much. ramps for her to walk up. So that must be what they're doing here. But also, I know people want some kind of dirt, but if you've read her book, there's not gonna be any extra dirt on Elvis than that. And it's also not really Sophia Coppola's style to do a very tabloidy, sensationally kind of thing. Like her filmmaking is very kind of visual, very slow, very, very dreamy. Yeah, like yeah. meandering and stuff. And apparently a lot of it is very much going to be about the loneliness that Priscilla felt. Be so lonely. And yeah, and them sort of telling her like what to wear, what to dress. She's so known for that very heavy makeup that yeah. she wore. Yeah. And it's kind of come out in her book and in the movie that they did that to make 
make her look older next to Elvis. So that one is coming out on the 18th of January. Again, five years after the rest of the world, but that's okay. Better late than never. We're still going to be watching it. So those are our summer recommendations, but we'd love to hear what you've been watching because honestly, by the time this comes out, we will have watched some more and we'll need some more. So pop over to our Instagram and send us a DM. Thanks for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by Taylor Strano with audio production by Scott Stronick. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au and on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye. Bye.